Hello everyone, I'm your host Roman Garcia from Nerd Support and welcome to the Creating a Culture of Innovation podcast. We're here to highlight up and coming and growing businesses that want to show off their culture and what makes them stand out with technology. Our goal is to educate our audience about having a strong IT and cybersecurity infrastructure and showing how other businesses are leveraging technology in order to succeed. Nerd Support is an award-winning managed service provider that's been helping businesses in the U.S. and around the world with managed IT, consulting, and cloud solutions for almost 20 years. If you found what we talked about in today's episode valuable and are looking to advance your business's technology strategy, we can offer you a free IT consultation where we examine your technology, cybersecurity, and compliance so we can take care of your IT and you can focus on the growth of your business. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can apply at cacoi.nerdsupport.com slash podcast. And to learn how Nerd Support can help you succeed with technology, visit us at nerdsupport.com. All right, enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Creating a Culture of Innovation podcast. I'm your host, Roman Garcia, and I'm joined today by yet another business leader who's cultivating a culture of innovation within his business, Jeff Zalaya. Jeff is the VP of Franchise Development at Height Digital, which is a digital marketing agency focused on empowering businesses by delivering effective solutions through PPC, SEO, and web services. So thank you for coming on the show, Jeff. How are you doing? What's up, Roman? Man, it's it's great to be on here. Um, you know, I've heard so many great things about your, your show, and it's an honor, you thank know, you. a privilege, especially with the relationship I have with uh, Nerd Support, man, to be, uh, to be a guest on this show. So I'm excited for today. Right. I, I was actually, I was going to say, I wasn't sure if it was okay for me to say this, but Jeff is actually a longtime nerd support veteran. So I think it'd be cool with a former and a new age nerd right here. So I'm excited to have a chat with you. So are you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's go. All right. All right. So starting off, Jeff, tell me and the audience a little bit about your business's mission statement. What does Height Digital do for businesses around you to help them succeed? Absolutely. So one of our, our models is that we're just not we're not just a digital marketing agency, but we're in the business of empowering people. So as we're creating a, a business uh, around mar- helping businesses market and generate leads, we're thinking also of uh, putting people in positions where they could be empowered. And for us, there's a couple of different values that are really key to us. The first one is family. So we really value family. We put family uh, in front of profits or in front of in front of our business success. And really, we believe that we can make family successful, successful follow. So that's one of the, the keys to uh, to our growth. We also are really focused on growth, which is one of the, our second uh, pieces, our second pillars of our of our cultural values is making sure that we're looking for opportunities to grow and develop and, and, um, and helping others do the same. So we're always trying to empower people to grow, not just professionally in their career, but it could be as a father, as a, as a mother, as a spouse, uh, in their hobbies in in their personal fitness or their mental health. Right. So we're always looking for ways to help people grow and develop. And then one of the, the third part, uh, third pillar for us is excellent. So we do everything, with, with excellence and meaning that we want to be the best versions of ourselves and we want to help other people become the best versions of themselves, whether it's becoming a better business owner, becoming a better uh, SEO strategist, a better podcast interviewer, uh, a better leader, right? We, we're always trying to empower people and help them become excellent. So 
that's a little bit about uh, kind of how we think of ourselves, right, in terms of cultural values here at, at High Digital. Yeah, funneling a little bit of that Dom Toretto, the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, I want to point out that there's a lot of companies that truly, you know, that say family is how they think and how they work. But you know, I've been in some organizations in corporate America where they say family, but they're making decisions based off of the bottom line profit. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then for me, you know, that kind of, I was, you know, I, at first I thought I had that same impression that High Digital would be that type of organization, but I have been pleasantly surprised that what we say in the beginning is truly what we deliver. Uh, and we have, so I'll give you some specific examples of this, right? So one of the things that we've uh, created within the organization is actually uh, a nursery. You know, so one of the things that we saw is there's a lot of young mothers that were kind of wrestling with, you know, having to return back to work while still watching over their babies. And we saw that we saw an opportunity there to provide a solution where we could help those moms transitioning back to the workplace. So we created That's a nursery great. right in our headquarters where the moms could bring and have be able to, to spend time with their uh, their babies and still be able to have an impact uh, and develop in, in their career. So that's one example. I'll give you another one. Uh, one other uh, element of High Digital is that we offer scholarships for parents to help their kids go to private schools, uh, schools of, of higher quality, oh, and wow. not, and they don't have that burden of having to pay all that uh, themselves. So we really help again. Empowerment and family is at the utmost importance here at, at our organization. So just you know, giving you some examples, right? Because a lot of companies say family. But yeah. when you really look into it, it's more totally. based on investors and ROI and profit. And that, none of those things are not important to us, but at the beginning is always family and really truly standing by that right. statement. Yeah, right. About building that community. And uh, it's it's almost like I'm going to be real, Jeff, that these past couple episodes have been I've been seeing a real trend with the kinds of people that we're bringing on. One of the last ones that uh, similarly to like how you did the nursery, that there was another one that they started up like a, a mini school of, for, for their employees, kids. And it's just like uh, I can't say it enough that if you build up your employees, build up your community, that will come back to you, and that will like bo that will boost the camaraderie, uh, boost uh, people's respect and effort, and all that will come back to you. So it's just uh, more. Um, I love this. Uh, more more people bring it on that are kind of embracing that mindset. So I'm really glad yeah. to hear that. And kind of on that vein of professional development, uh, I want to hear from you. How did you get into the digital? marketing business and how did nerd support play at all into that kind of evolution absolutely so i remember responding uh scott richmond the, the ceo and founder of nerd support had put uh he had, he had a, an ad with our university i was going to fiu at the time majoring in marketing so he was working with the career center there to find mm -hmm. some students that would be willing to help him uh start up the marketing efforts for nerd support so i remember that being a very um an experience that really uh, was a jumping off point for my career, you know, because uh, working with a small business like Nerd Support, I got a chance to kind of be work very closely with the CEO of Scott and kind of see how he structured his business, how he structured his operation. I attend, you know, went on sales calls with him. We put together a lot of cool marketing initiatives. This is also at the very emergence, like where social media was starting to become a really important part of a marketing campaign. And Scott kind of saw that as an opportunity and got me involved and got me to work on building up that social media following and just different projects that went also along with the website, like SEO. So a lot of the things that uh, I got an opportunity to do at Nerd Support, you know, really 
I'm doing right now, just kind of at a higher, more, more right. uh, executive level. But you know, it was a very important for my start to really get that experience hands-on, to be able to have also a lot of independence, but also be guided by someone that was very experienced in business and leading a business. So uh, it was really, you know, again, I, I, I talked to Scott and told him how, um, how pivotal he was in my career, just kind of be giving me that. And I'm very grateful for that. Uh, and then from there, you know, when I, I was an internship, I was with Scott Renner for a few months. I graduated uh, FIU and I, I chose an opportunity to be, to work at a, an ad agency, a marketing agency, where I got uh, the chance to work on m- a bunch of different campaigns, Fortune 500s, Fortune 1000s, uh, even emerging startups like Netflix. You know, I got an opportunity to work oh. with them in the very early days, helping drive subscriptions for uh, the company. And so at that agency, I got exposed to all that types of different uh, mm-hmm. business sectors and uh, so industries. DVD, the DVD delivery days. Yeah, back when they were still doing, exactly, DVD uh, delivery days. So it was very... Um, um, you know, focused on helping them build that subscription business. And so I got a, a exposed to these different elements of marketing, everything from email marketing to affiliate marketing to SEO, pay-per-click, Facebook ads. Uh, and then from there, my career just started to, to grow. I, I then relocated, which was another kind of chapter in my career is I left the uh, marketing agency world and I did quite well there. I've generated over a million dollars in revenue in my first year at the agency, which was a, a milestone. And we also became one of the top 10 agencies in the country rated by uh, by ad age. So it was, wow. you know, great, great people, great culture. Uh, and But I also uh, realized that in life, there's different chapters in your book. So I started on the next chapter, which, which um, was a relocation to Washington, D.C., so my wife, you know, got an opportunity to work with the Discovery Channel, and it required her to move up to, to DC. And at that time, you know, I wanted to give her, set her up for opportunity in her career to grow and develop and, and mature. So we made that transition. As I looked at careers that I could uh, choose in the DC area, I found this company called Vocus, which is a, a marketing software company. So my marketing mm-hmm. background came really handy in, in just interviewing for that position, being a good candidate. And that, that added another kind of notch to my belt in terms of the experience that I developed. So I started learning more about software and SaaS businesses, uh-huh. uh, which was really helpful. And I, I have a, had a little bit of that knowledge as well because the nerd support gave me a little bit, but I was able to further uh, add on to that. And, and then from there, I joined another startup uh, and grew the company um, from zero uh, in revenue to generating over $5 million in revenue in a short amount of time. And that kind of one opportunity led to another, but my focus has always been around marketing and sales and business development. So I've always had that kind of pattern from the very beginning, but just now working with bigger teams and uh, more structure and, and uh, fast different types of organizations. Wow. Well, that's definitely cool to hear that. Uh, yeah. Same, same thing here, like in terms of like the SaaS or, or the managed IT services, like I, I didn't know any of that coming into this, like the, the cloud, I thought it was just like, you know, the Google cloud or whatever, the like Google drive, that kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. uh, when you kind of like learn all these, uh, these things, it honestly makes me excited for, uh, seeing you, like how you are basically in my place, I'm excited to, to see, uh, where that, uh, that can take me as well. But, uh, really cool to hear that you've been able to find that success. Yep. And I think a lot, a lot of it is again, uh, being mentored and working with the right people, right? So like Scott is one of, one of those examples at Vocus, I had Caitlin, 
um, at MediaWiz, I had Adam, uh, at Triblio, I had Sean. So these are people that I know that intimately, like they, they really invested in me and they invested not just in, in me as in that role, but as a person, they wanted me to succeed in my family. They wanted to see me succeed in my finances. They wanted me to succeed with my personal goals. And I think that's really where, uh, you know, someone in your, in your shoes right now, you know, any young person, I would advise them. It's not so much about the company, but who will you be working with at that company? Who is invested Mm -hmm. in you and your success and surround yourself with people like that? You know, people that you could point to and say, yeah, I want to be more like that. There's certain things in that person that I want to emulate and, and uh, develop too. Right. And that really was one of the things that has helped me get to where I'm at today is just being, I was very blessed to be, you know, having the right people in my life and those that were not the right fit, I was able to at least identify that and right. uh, misalign with them, you know, align with someone else that was a better suited for my goals. Hey, yeah, for sure. Stick around with uh, whoever is willing to build, uh, to help build each other up. So that's definitely what you want to go for. And you mentioned challenges earlier. Did, uh, in terms of challenges, did you face any of that during the pandemic and how did you guys adapt? You know, we were very blessed during the pandemic to to be growing, right? So High Digital didn't lay off a single person. We actually raised salaries um, and grew during the pandemic. There was a time, wow. a couple months there, where we had to really tie, you know, cut some expenses and and restructure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were able to get through that in the entire year, not having to lay off a single person. So that wow. was a very proud accomplishment of our, ours. And the reason for that is that we really manage our finances well. So one of the uh, you know, important things here at High Digital is that we we we're not like some of the other organizations organizations that I work for. It's not a bad thing, but there's a lot of companies that are very because they're VC backed and their investors are giving them money and there's they're very leveraged. There's a lot of pressure on them to be able to generate a, a profit month and month out. If not, you know, they're laying people off, firing people, and whatnot. So with, with High Digital, we didn't have any investors involved. We've been bootstrapped from the very beginning. We've been generating, we've been profitable mm-hmm. and we've been saving money, which has helped us when those rainy days come. And that's something that I recommend for any business business owner that's watching this is to make sure that they're putting money aside, savings for things that you may not be able to expect, like the pandemic that no one saw coming. A lot right. of businesses that those that did not have savings, they really felt the impact uh, during that time. And they had to cut, cut people and, and salaries and, uh, make drastic decisions that inf- affected their entire organization. So we were very blessed. And at the end of that, uh, 2020 is when we started launching the franchise business. So, you know, going through that difficult time, really it made our process and the way we grew just more efficient. We were able to become more effective and become more streamlined and they help position us for this next phase of growth. So at the end of that pandemic year, 2020, is when we launched a franchise and we launched in the first group, we launched with five franchise locations uh, across the country. So we opened up a location in Miami, Congrats. opened up and say, thank you, San Francisco, uh, in Dallas, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, and in Nashville, uh, Tennessee. So those original five in this year, which is again, the coronavirus is still out there. The Omicron virus is variants still out there. We, aside from that, we grew 11, we opened up 11 locations uh, in 2021. So now we are actually at, and we just added three this first quarter of the year. So we're now at 19 locations across the country. And, and we're still in the middle of a pandemic if you really right. look at it, right? There's yeah. still people affected. But the, the reason is uh, a couple of reasons, right? 
you know, I think the first part of the year was just kind of streamlining the operations, like making sure that our expenses were low, that we didn't take on, you know, loans or borrow money that we couldn't pay off, that we had savings accumulated and that we've reinvested in our people. So we didn't, you know, we wanted to maintain that, that talent, making sure that they knew they have stability in their roles, that there's, this is a, still a place for them, for them to grow. And so that was a key part of that first year for a very formative year. Then mm-hmm. as we started growing and scaling, because we now had a streamlined operation that we could scale quicker and faster. And that, so that helped us continue our, our growth pattern. Uh, another key element of that is that there were people in the workforce, right, that may have, they, they were starting to look at other opportunities. So there's a lot of people that went, you know, they didn't want to work for anyone, like, because they were trying to get, trying to get them back into the office. You know, mm-hmm. some people realize, hey, this is, you know, I want to be my, do my own thing, be an entrepreneur. So we had some instances of, of those and they started looking at, what, what can I, what business, can, what business can I start on my own? So they started a marketing agency and that's where you know wow. we were able to attract people like that, right? That were in that kind of uh, entrepreneur mindset now because of the pandemic. So it mm-hmm. only helped att- give us, you know, more opportunities to help those people out and help them grow yeah. and scale their business. So that was another element that helped us. Uh, and the third element was that you know, a lot of small, which our main target audience are small and mid-sized businesses they no longer, uh, you know, had the the uh, the option of not doing a website and not doing digital marketing, right? Because yeah. a lot of the the face to face and the brick and mortar stuff was was disappearing or had had gone away or was under pressure because of the of COVID. So they had to look at other manners. And guess what? Website right. e commerce, you know, stepped into that. Uh, doing Facebook ads, you know, was a, a stepped into that. So that really just boosted our business from that from that angle as well. So this trifecta, I think, was a, a big reason why during some of these tough years for many businesses, high digital has only uh, grown. At, in fact, we've three x since the very beginning of the pandemic. We mm-hmm. we went from fifty employees to now having over one hundred and fifty uh, as of this past month. Right. Especially like in this past year, as you were saying that like digital consumption is like absolutely through the roof. Uh, uh, I I love how we said like this year or this past year is actually 2022. It's not just so time flies, but uh, yeah, all that's through the roof. That's uh, people just got to start innovating and you got to start going with the times. And yep. I kind of on that note, I want to move on from a uh, little bit. Uh, I want to hear some of your domain expertise. I know you mentioned uh, kind of how, how you guys are a differentiator, but within your own industry, the di- digital marketing agency, what are you guys do- doing differently technologically uh, through innovation that you think mm-hmm. your competitors and other people in the space could be doing better? Yeah. So I think from the very beginning, so let's start from like the 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 sales you know, the the pipe the funnel mm-hmm. right so from the very beginning we take that very consultative approach to helping our clients out so learning as much about their business as possible uh, doing an audit right so these are things that many other agencies don't do like for example uh, there's some the average agency or you know some of the let's call it the like mediocre ones right they're like oh you want a website sure here's the price. And, you know, here's a website, we'll do it for you. So it's a very transactional type of deal, right? Mm-hmm. For, for us, right, the approach that we take is we're very consultative. So before we offer any type of proposal or even uh, an outline of what kind of work we could do for you, we want to learn everything a- about your business. So we look at uh, competitors, we look at your website, we do an audit, we look at, uh, we do some, some keyword research, we look mm-hmm. at 
just like the strategy that you're going to use. We're going we're to talk, you know, learn about your sales process. What does that look like? So all that information helps us put together a strategy deck and we present that ahead of time. So there's not a, a cost for it. There's, there's not a price that we charge, uh, although it does take us effort to put that together. Right. Something we offer up front because it helps us better paint the picture of what we could do to help them. Uh, and, and it helps us also build trust in the process. So they know, hey, look, we're actually digging in and doing our homework to figure out how we could best help you. So that's one of the biggest differentiators, just kind of that sales process. We're never pitching people or hard selling or making absurd promises. Like a lot of the SEO agents, wait, we're going to promise you number one on Google tomorrow, right? And they take, they may do that, but they do a lot of things that are maybe a little shady or spammy. Uh, right. They call it black hat, right? Where there, there are certain strategies that you could use to get overnight results, but you could be it's penalized by Google. Yeah. yeah. It's, and you'll be in bigger trouble if you, if you take that route. So right. you know, we're very upfront and we, we educate them. And part of that is also, we have a Google partnership to maintain. Mm -hmm. So we are, uh, all our team has to be certified in order to have that Google partnership, uh, which is only a select few of agencies that have that. And we're one of them, right? So that's another differentiator is that we're constantly training our team and we have to meet Google just like nerd support, you know, you could see all the certifications that they have. Same mm -hmm. thing exists in our industry. That's one of them. Microsoft partners, as well as being the Facebook partner. So that, that's a, a differentiator for us. And then uh, the way that we start a strategy, one of the things that elements that's very important for us is tracking ROI. So a lot of, uh, again, the average agency out there, very focused on getting you more likes and getting you, uh, you know, more shares, which is cool, yeah. right? But it's not really the metric that matters to a lot of our target business owners, which for them, it's leads, it's right. sales, it's revenue. Conversion, right? yeah. So, exactly. So in order to be able to, to have an impact on that, we want to, and to measure it, right? We install uh, proper tracking software across the websites, across the ads. So that's another differentiator. A lot of companies, a lot of agencies will run ads for you, but when it comes to the reporting element, it's lacking. You know, there's not really accountability to what the work that they're doing for you. So that's something that's really, we use a couple of different platforms to be able to better capture the analytics and the data. So we could then provide an ROI report to our, our clients and say, hey, you're paying us this, but you're getting 2X, 3X the amount that you're paying us. This is the result of our effort. So right. that keeps clients on. Transparency. Right. Yeah, that it's it's essential to build trust. It's essential for us to know: Are we doing the right things? Right. We want to make sure that we're working on the right things and getting them results, and feel good. You know, but have confidence that we actually are following through on what we promised them. And then it also helps us maintain a longer term partnership, so they mm -hmm. can see, you know, month over month what's happening. Those clients usually don't stay on for three or two months. They're staying on for years, uh, many of mm -hmm. them, because they see that we have that level of transparency. Uh, with them. And, and we're sending them constant reports and optimization. We're having that on, ongoing dialogue. Mm -hmm. So I think those, those uh, elements of our experience are really in, important. Uh, you know, number one, I mentioned the, uh, the differentiator of us, uh, our, our sales approach. So that's mm -hmm. key, right? Another one is the ability for us to train and maintain certain certifications for our team. And then third one is having that ROI approach. So those three things are really what separates high digital from your average agency. And, uh, and I think the fourth one, which is, it's more of, we're, we're, 
we're likable. Like we, people want to work with us because we're, think about it. Like Apple is a likable brand, right? Google, I think is a likable brand. Like people want to, man, that they're doing, they're treating their people really good. They're like, it's a cool company to work with. It's almost, they have a cult following and high digital. We're in, the, we're in the middle of building that people, as they learn more about us, they realize, wow, that's a, a cool company to work for. Like they're doing mm-hmm. some cool things. And I think that's also helping us uh, get people to see the value of working with an organization that's not just focused on, yeah, we're going to drive you leads. We're going to help them get to their goal. We're driving uh, profit, but we're reinvesting that profit into our people. Mm-hmm. And we're not, a, we're not a company that just cares about the bottom line. We care about empowering our people. So I think that also is a, an X factor in the reason that people want to work with us and what differentiates us from your average agency mm-hmm. out there. Well, I'm really glad to uh, really glad to hear, Jeff, that that kind of human side of digital marketing as someone who's a part of marketing and actually has worked with uh, or spoken to several uh, marketing specialists and SEO specialists. Yeah, there's kind of like a almost like a robotic uh, robotic aspect to some of them that they think it's just like numbers. You could plug stuff in and just pops out results, but no, that there's, you, you gotta have that personal side to it too. So you know who and, uh, who like they have, that they understand who you're working with. So yeah, that's especially important. Um, and so moving on last question, what's on the agenda for hype digital in the future? If there's anything you share. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the big things that we're doing this year is we're, we're doing our own event. So we are um, sponsoring the Commitment Summit, and we're actually organizing that event. And we're going to have speakers like Damon John, Kevin Harrington, which are that's the original Shark, the Shark Tank guys. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be there. Jesse Itzler, when uh, he's married to the Spanx founder, and he's he's got uh, a, a majestic jet. So like he's he's sold companies, right? And he, we're gathering these group of people in Costa Rica Exciting. for a three day long event. And this conference is not it's targeted for agency owners. But we actually are making it a family conference. It's the first of its kind where you don't buy a ticket for yourself. You actually buy your room and that room entitles you to invite whoever you want into your room. You get you know five people. So we're encouraging families to come out. So it's the only conference that your wife or your spouse is going to beg you to go to because they're, they'll get an experience. It's a uh, luxury resort that we're going to be at. Uh, all the meals are included, drinks are included. We're going to have not only learning sessions, but sessions for families, uh, like uh, out, like ATV riding, uh, mm-hmm. kayaking. We're going to do like yoga and right on the beach in Costa Rica. So we're really excited about that. That's happening. Man, I want to uh, go. <laughs> yeah, dude, in August, man. Yeah, we'll get you a ticket. But uh, I'm excited about that. So that's a huge deal for us. And then we're also sponsoring the Traffic and Conversion Summit, which is the biggest conference in the in the industry for, for us at, in San Diego. And we're sponsoring the VIP Lounge. Last year I was there. I met, I was hanging out with Magic Johnson uh, backstage. He was a keynote speaker. So I don't know who we're going to have this year, but I'm excited to like be mingling with some of the VIPs as part of that uh, sponsorship opportunity. So those are two big things that we've got going on this year. We really are trying to do more events. So we, we're actually, we just signed up to go to the St. Louis Small Business Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to have our local franchisee at that uh, at that show. So we are really trying to get back in front of people, right? Connecting with people, obviously within the safety guidelines, but we want to make sure that we are, you know, seeing people eye to eye. I think that, you know, for this past year and a half, you know, business has also been missing that personal aspect. So we want to try to do more of that this year. Uh, and beyond that, we're going to be adding like 10 more franchisees. So look, look for more 
uh, high digital locations across the country, hopefully one coming to a city near you. Uh, so really excited about that. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a busy year. We've got a, a lot a lot to look forward to. Another cool thing that we're doing is we're having a missions trip. So this is, a, a, I'm excited, this is our first year doing this, but we're inviting the franchisee owners to go with us on a missions trip to give back to the local communities in Nicaragua. So we're going to be uh, giving, you know, making meals, building houses, that's great. Uh, educating. And we're also going to mix that in with a little bit of vacation time and we're uh, <laughs> bringing them down for that. So I'm really excited about that. So really some really fun stuff. So make sure follow me on Instagram at Jeb Zelaya. Uh, you could connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a LinkedIn invite. I uh, would love to, always love to network and connect. Check out HighDigital.com, learn more about us. But really appreciate your time today, Roman. Thank you again for having me on the show. Yeah, for sure. It was great talking to you. Uh, I'll make sure to include uh, your LinkedIn and uh, on your connections there, as well as uh, I'll talk with you a little bit later to get some of those. Uh, maybe if, if any of our audience want to jump on that Costa Rica trip. So, uh, yeah. All right. You heard him. Go check out their website, High Digital. Uh, as well as uh, check out their LinkedIn. They have some content going on there and give them a follow. So Jeff Zalaya from Height Digital, everyone. Thank you so much for stopping by and thank you for cultivating a culture of innovation within your business. So love we'll it. Roman, let me see, time. let me see your fist, Roman. Let me see your fist. Put it up to the camera. I mean, hey. give me a fist bump, dude. That was a great interview, dude. I appreciate right. you very much, man. Keep innovating, keep growing. Jeff Zalaya, peace. Appreciate that. All right. Later. Hi, Roman here. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Creating a Culture of Innovation. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can apply at caci.nerdsupport.com slash podcast. Did you find what we talked about today valuable? Please give it a like and share it on social media. Or if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them and make sure to include the hashtag Creating a Culture of Innovation. We'd love to bring on a diverse group of guests. Since we're regularly putting out new content, subscribe and make sure you don't miss any episodes. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and it mean a lot to me and my team. Want to learn more about nerd support and how we can help you succeed with technology? Visit our website at nerdsupport.com or follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at nerdsupport. Thanks for listening in and we hope you'll stop by next time.